This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully become more encouraged and more like Jesus. But thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. I'm so glad that you found us online. So we got through Thanksgiving, we got through the the family parties, And as you can see, my refrigerator is a little full. And I want to talk about that today. The Lord wanted me to talk about leftovers. So we're going to see what he has in store. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for your truth. I thank you, Lord, that you are always working and moving even when we can't see that you're working and moving. And I'm so grateful that you are. I'm so grateful that you are in control, on the throne, a God who, whose yeses and amens answer all of our prayers when they align with, with your word. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us today. I pray for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love and will look at leftovers. We just love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. So I was thinking about what to talk about this week and um, he said, I want you to talk about leftovers. And I'm like, okay, well, I do have quite a few of those in my refrigerator. This Thanksgiving, um, we, we kind of put it out there to our kids. All right, where are you going to be and what time? Because they all, they're married and, and they have their families, extended families. And so what's it going to look like for this year? My son and daughter-in-law and my granddaughter wasn't able to come for Thanksgiving. They came in the afternoon for pie and bingo. So we had extra food. My mom had come and stayed with us for almost a week. And so she brought her food. She's a vegan. So she brought food that she could cook and eat, plus she made food for Thanksgiving, plus we had our normal food that lasts us for a week in the refrigerator, and then we had all of these leftovers, 19-pound turkey, uh, extra mashed potatoes, you know, just things that you have for Thanksgiving dinner that are like the traditional basic things, the staples of Thanksgiving dinner. And I went to get in my refrigerator, and I'm like, oh my word, we have so many leftovers and we need to eat all of it. I'm not wasting any of this food. So, you know, you're, you're redoing the turkey. How many different ways can you make turkey? Um, how can you cook up mashed potatoes? I love the, the shows that they have after Thanksgiving that give you new recipes and, and how to do that. But as the Lord said, I want you to talk about leftovers. I'm like, okay, hmm. Well, what does the Bible say about leftovers if that's really a thing? And so I looked it up. And I have uh, so many different, I think, 14 times in the Bible, the Bible references leftovers. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's a start. Let's see what the Bible has to say. 
So Exodus 26, 12, as for the flap that is left over from the tent curtains, the leftover half curtain is to hang down over the back of the tabernacle. Okay, so, so leftover tent curtains doesn't really have a lot to do with the food that's in my refrigerator. Leviticus 5, 9, and he shall spatter some of the sin offerings blood on the altar side and the leftover blood must be drained out on the altar's base. It is a sin offering. Okay, Leviticus 8.32, but the leftover meat and bread is to be incinerated. All right, Judges 8.2, he said to them, now that I have accomplished compared to you, now what have I accomplished compared to you? Even Ephraim's leftover grapes are better quality than Abizur's harvest. Ezekiel 34.18, it is not enough for you that you feed on the good pasture and still you must trample the remainder of your pasture with your feet and clear water you drink and the leftover water you must make muddy with your feet. Here's more of a Thanksgiving type of feeling. Everyone ate and was filled. Then they picked up 12 baskets full of leftover pieces. That was Matthew 14, 20. Matthew 15, 37, they all ate and were filled. Then they collected the leftover pieces, seven large baskets full. When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets did you fill with leftover pieces? They told him, 12. And when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments so that nothing will be lost. Okay, so 14 different references of leftover. Some of it is about tent making. Some of it is about altars. A lot of it has to do with food, which looks a little bit closer to what I have in the refrigeration situation right now with leftovers. So we see that leftovers were talked about in the Bible. Nothing was wasted. But here's the question that I started thinking about. Have you ever felt like a leftover? Put aside the food for a second, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, but have you ever felt like a leftover. For years, I felt second rate, second best. Uh, I could have been the leftover, right? Stored in some piece of Tupperware and, and just pulled out. I wasn't the main course. I wasn't good enough for the good plates and the good silverware at the big table. I was more at the kids table, the card table, you know, where nothing really matches. And you're sitting there with little people and the adult conversation is having over there, all the good stuff. I kind of felt like I was stuck at the kids' table for a lot of years. And, and so what I think Jesus is really wanting us to talk about today when we're looking at leftovers is how does Jesus look at leftovers? How does Jesus really look at you and at me? Jesus irritated the religious gatekeepers repeatedly because he fellowshiped, ate, and drank with those they considered marginal, unworthy, and sinful. They were the unwanted. They were the undeserving leftovers of their religious society. And yet Jesus ate with them and drank with them and called them friends. These leftovers, so much of how 
I was feeling for so many years, Jesus had held them to be precious. Jesus held them to have worth. Jesus loved them. Jesus called them the last, the lost, and the least, who in his kingdom are now the first, the found, and the greatest. Have you ever felt that way? The first, the found, and the greatest? What I love about Jesus, and as we read those scriptures, and as we think about how he truly looks at the lost and the unloved, and the leftover is that he loves us and he doesn't waste one thing. He didn't waste the 12 fragments, the baskets, those went to the disciples. He didn't waste anything in his ministry. And what I want to express to you today, what the Lord wants you to hear from my lips is that he loves you. He doesn't consider anything that's happened in your past, anything that you've done, any place that you've lived, any road that you've traveled. He doesn't consider that to be a waste. He's not going to waste one ounce of your pain, one situation, one lesson. He wants to do a new thing in you and renew you. But if you have any leftover pain, He wants it. He wants you to be healed and whole and confident of the plans that he has for you. And he wants you free from your pain and fully receiving his blessing and healing. He he wants your leftover pain. So if you have that today, if there's something that you've been holding back or holding on to that's been left over from a past situation, a marriage Uh, a work situation, a circumstance. He wants that leftover pain because he doesn't waste anything and he wants all of it. If you have any leftover confusion today, he wants it. He wants your mind to be renewed with his fresh truth, leaning into him for wisdom and discernment and for the Holy Spirit to work and move. So if you have leftover confusion today, he wants it. If you have any leftover sin still hanging around from your past, something of a mistake that you've made, a lifestyle choice, a decision that you made, something from your past, any leftover sin, he wants it. He wants you to know that your sins, all of your sins are forgiven and that he has moved them as far as the east is from the west. He wants any leftover sin because he wants to to heal you and transform you and renew you. Leftovers. We can joke and talk about the leftovers from Thanksgiving. And what do we do with all the Tupperware filled with extra potatoes and turkey and green bean casserole? But it's a great time to talk about the leftover stuff that we have in our lives. Things that we're still hanging on to. Things that we're still walking around with. And 
Jesus wants it all. He wants those leftovers so that he can heal us. I want you to take a moment and see if you have anything left over, not in your refrigerator, but in your life. Anything that you can give to Jesus today. He wants it. All of it. He wants all of you. You are precious to Jesus. You are not unwanted or unloved or unworthy. You have a seat at his table and he wants you to join him there. Irregardless of what anybody else says, Jesus says you're worth it and he wants your leftovers. And then he wanted me to talk about the kind of leftovers that we are serving to him today. So many times he is getting our leftover time, our leftover attention, the change found in the cushions, leftover money that wasn't spent on Black Friday, that, that wasn't spent on the Thanksgiving meal. So many times we are giving him our leftover lives. And instead of giving him our first of everything, he seems to get what is left over. If Jesus were here today, I doubt he would be standing in uh, the kitchen using my microwave. 20 seconds and you have a complete meal. No, that's not how Jesus would cook. I could see him standing in my kitchen using the slow cooker, right? And he's a slow cooker kind of guy. And he would be carefully adding all of the ingredients, opening up all of the, the Tupperware, putting it into the slow cooker, adding the right seasonings, the right spices, the right amount of salt, cooking for the perfect amount of time. And then it wouldn't be this just quick eat and go or maybe put it on a paper plate and stand over the kitchen sink before you headed out the door. No, he would invite everyone to the table. He'd set it with all the plates and the silverware and the napkins. He would put that slow cooker pot on the table and he would serve all of us this incredible, delicious meal with all the leftovers. There would be no electronics at the table. Everyone would have a seat. There would be no kid's table with the mismatched plates and silverware and the plastic cups. Everyone has a seat at his table. And he would sit there and eat this meal that he's prepared. And he'd be filled with questions. How was your day? What are you doing today? Why did you respond that way? How would you do it differently next time? What are you still holding back from me? How can I help you today? How can I let you know how much I love you today? Why is this the first time that we've been sharing a meal together in so long? Because I've missed you and I love you and I don't want your leftovers. I want your firsts. That's how Jesus would serve my leftover meals today. 
he'd pull everything out and use every bit and create this beautiful meal where everyone would have a seat at his table. He wants us to think about that today. Leftovers. What are we still holding on to? What haven't we given him yet? And how are we operating in our relationship with him? Does he have our first bit of time in the morning? Does he have our first tithing, our first monies? Does he have our first bit of energy? Or is he getting what's left over? I wanted to share this with you today because this is what he wanted me to talk about. And as we are starting this Advent season, right? Sunday was the the first Sunday of Advent. He wants to remind us to stay focused on what's important. To remind us to stay focused on what the season is all about. And we're going to get pulled into all kinds of directions. We're going to get pulled at with all kinds of things from the world. And we're going to be detoured and distracted from what we are really supposed to be focusing on in the first place, right? Which is Christmas and Jesus. Let's make sure we're living in the complete freedom and the fullness of how God intended. Let's make sure that we're focused on all the right things. Let's make sure that we're taking advantage of giving Jesus all of our leftovers so that he can do a brand new thing. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for how much you love us. I thank you for your perfect design. I thank you that you don't waste one thing and you want all of our leftovers all the leftover pain, leftover shame, leftover sin, leftover junk, and you want to do a brand new thing. So today, Lord, I pray that we will receive the invitation, that we will hand you over our leftovers for you to do a new thing. And let us be reminded as we come into this season, this holiday season of celebrating you, that we don't give you our leftover time and our leftover change and our leftover energy that we give you our first fruits, our best gifts, our best us. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. There is lots of ways to stay connected with For His Glory Ministry. If you follow our Facebook page, you're going to get a morning devotional each morning starting at 6 a.m. On Tuesdays, we have the chair, our weekly teaching. Wednesdays, you can join us at 11 a.m. for our online Bible study live on Facebook. Right now, we're going through the Sermon on the Mount. And Sundays, we come together as a community and do church online truth in the streets from people all over the world. So lots of ways to stay connected and to join us. But thank you for being here today. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.